Hi, everybody, and welcome to the LLA Project Team podcast. Here, we're going to talk about Lean Leadership Academy's social responsibility projects and charity events. This podcast is made to give you some insight on our social responsibility projects and inspire you to maybe start your own charity event. Today, I have the founder of LLA with me, Hormos Movari. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, of course. So I have some questions for you. Is that okay? Sure, please. All right. So my first question is, what inspired you to create LLA? Okay, it was 2018. And I had just left the uh, Persian school that I was a volunteer principal for past 23 years. And I was speaking to my good friend, Mr. Amir Etamadzadeh, and we were just talking. What do we do next? Yeah, I served over there for 23 years and I was very happy. And I think we made an impact, a positive impact. But due to the socio-political situation that the country was in we thought maybe we should get back to the youth and if we can make a difference in their lives in their knowledge in their viewpoints perhaps we can have a better future for them and for rest of us so we started talking to several people actually another ex-student of mine Arash was with us as well and we started bouncing some ideas off of Arash and came up with the name the mission the vision and values and all those things and we started Lean Leadership Academy and we've been in business for past two years or so that's really great. So, when and how was it established? 2018, main reason it was established was because of our affinity towards youth progress. And I personally learned that our students or our kids don't need any additional talents. They just need additional instructors. And we came up with this idea that if we teach them life skills, in addition to be successful financially or job-wise or technically, they will be good people first. So we started coming up with the curriculum, added to our value system, and the rest is history, as they say. Well, how was the project team established? Before we started the project team in 2018, we were doing some projects. The project team started in uh, late 2019, I believe. But for one year, we were having our regular workshops 
three hours a week. And the workshops have three different components, three modules. One is character, how to build unshakable character. Second one is entrepreneurship and innovation. And the third that we think our youth need is uh, communication and leadership. So we were doing projects in 2018 as well, but it wasn't really concentrated or focused. In 2019, around Christmas time, he was brought up by the group and students and uh, instructors that what if we find a shelter around our class, which was in Dublin Pleasanton area. And the place was, the location was given to us by uh, School of Practical Philosophy, which I'm very grateful to for free. And they asked us to have the place and have access to everything that they had. Several rooms and bathrooms and kitchens and cafeteria and all these things, break rooms. So we were discussing it over there. So what if we do something for this community? Because our school is in there. And then I found a shelter in Dublin Pleasanton. We found out that there were like 35 kids inside the shelter with their mothers, their single mothers. And we thought for Christmas, we do something. So we contacted them and asked them to ask the kids what they want. And they wanted some kind of clay or paste as a, as a game. And one of the students said that he would purchase everything from uh, Amazon. And another student said she will help wrap him up another one said well i'm gonna deliver and it happened that i had meeting with parents so i asked that student who wanted to purchase all the materials to come to the meeting and talk to parents and we did a little fundraising and he was able to raise about 350 dollars more or less in about five minutes talking to parents and everybody contributed. And he went and spent the money and, and got all the materials that we wanted. And he came up with, I don't know, $17 extra change. Uh, we asked him to donate it to School of Practical Philosophy because of their kindness and everything else. <clears throat> and uh, he purchased the rest of the students, state home and went to his house actually and they wrapped him and uh, some students were out of town for that period so some other students decided that they can deliver and all in all the first group project was done and after that we had a couple of other projects we had 1000 sleeping bags in february or march of 2020 before pandemic really hit. So we stored 1,000 sleeping bags for the homeless in Northern California at the location of the school. And parents and students helped us 
mostly by distributing these among the homeless under the bridges in different places in Northern California. And then the pandemic hit and we couldn't have in-person classes. And that's the time that we decided that we should perhaps formalize our activities because this group that they were active in the first two projects were still together and they would they were meeting on Zoom up to three times per week and they seemed to be very interested. So the suggestion was that why not form a LLA project team and continue as a formalized entity. So we started the LLA project team. That's great. So what brought you to suggest giving meals to the homeless? Well, after the 1,000 sleeping bags, Corona hit and we found out as the group that New York City and New York State were among the worst in the country. And I found a friend, a Persian doctor in one of the hospitals in Brooklyn, Cove Island Hospital. And I talked with him and he told me that they didn't have any N95 masks for the staff, for the nurses and doctors. So we decided to order 1,000 KN95 from China and, and, and sent him over. So our student, the team members found it very gratifying and at the same time possible to do, practical to do. And they suggested perhaps we should buy more masks if they are necessary. So we contacted the doctor and doctor said, yeah, how many more can you send us? Because 1000 is like enough for one week or two weeks of all the staffs that they had. And we said that perhaps we can raise money and buy 4,000 more masks. So the team got together and one of our team members with his partners did a fundraising on Facebook and other social media and was able to raise $1,350. And we raised another two, $3,000 independently through Facebook and etc. And we purchased another 4,000 masks. So a total of 5,000 masks were sent to Brooklyn and to the hospital directly. And these team members found it very doable to do this. And our next project, we decided to feed the homeless in the area. And especially because Thanksgiving is around the corner, we discussed it with the team members and they said, yeah, we can do this. Especially because a project before Thanksgiving and after the masks for New York, or masks for New Yorkers, as they called it, didn't bear any fruits. We decided to approach city of Oakland and make our workshops available to their kids in Oakland free of charge. And it didn't go through, unfortunately. 
So our members of LNA project team were kind of disappointed that we couldn't do that project after having met with a member of the mayor's office. So they decided to do this project and we, we contacted a shelter in Richmond, California. And they told us that with $2.50 per person, they would be able to provide a hot meal for each individual. So now we are in the process of raising enough money for 200 plus homeless people so they can have at least a hot meal on Thanksgiving. All right, and what are your expectations for this project? My expectations are that this will continue because number one, our team members that used to be six, I believe people uh, within the LLA project team were able to recruit four new team members out of our workshops. And those people, those four seem to be very eager to participate and chip in and help out. So this kind of projects will continue. I don't know what the next project will be, but I'm sure in matter of having a brainstorming session for 15 minutes or so, our students will come up the next project. So this will continue. And we have been able to lay the foundation for this kind of mindset that wherever you are, we have to feel responsible to the stakeholders of our organization and stakeholders in addition to our customers, our instructors, our students, our parents, our suppliers and vendors and board of director and shareholders and everybody else. Our stakeholders include everybody who needs help in that community. So if you are in Pleasanton, California, the shelter over there is part of our stakeholders. Now that we are on Zoom every week, stakeholders really expands and we can go to Richmond, California to help out. Yeah, so what lies in the future for LLA and or the project team? For project team, I'm sure we will expand with different fun and benevolent and charity type projects. For LLA workshops, we will continue putting what we learn to work. So when we talk about honesty and integrity as part of the character module, we do exercises. When we talk about charity, this is not something that we read in books only, we do practices and exercises so our students get familiar with doing things and we all know that people will remember things that they do a lot more than what they read and they remember things that they see more than what they read and they hear so as a result we want to give them the ultimate understanding and absorption based on that for every course that we do, there is a project which will help the community. But really, we are the first beneficiary. We at LLA 
are the first beneficiaries, meaning that we learn how to strengthen our success building muscles by doing this thing for the community. It appears that we are doing it for the community, but we get the benefits first in the process, which is okay. This is a good kind of selfishness that we learn more, we grow more first, and then of course we help the community as well. Absolutely. That's all my questions for you. Thank you for coming. Thank you very much for the good question. And thank you for your participation and collaboration within the team. I appreciate that very much. Of course. Well, that's all for today. Tune in next time for another interview, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.